So I am not excited, excited for this review, I guess. <laughs> uh, last week, we had given a hint basically saying that this was going to be a movie where I definitely did not care for it. Rachel, depending on her rewatching it, which it's been a couple many years, we'll say, since she last watched mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and so we'll get your take on it <laughs> but we gave the hint of Billy Ray Cyrus who is one of the individuals that is cast in this film which he makes a small cameo but it's okay and the movie we are doing today is the 2001 mystery thriller Mulholland Drive this movie is definitely very interesting, very weird. Um, it had been a long time since seen it. The first time I've ever seen this movie was with my dad. He was just like showing me like a bunch of cult classics, like really like important like cinema films. And he was like, this is like really important. Thinking back on it now, it's like I was I was a little young to be watching it at the time, but whatever. I, I, I was a weird kid. The second time I watched it was later on with my husband. I was just showing him like weird movies and this was one that came up and I hadn't watched it in a long time and I didn't really remember a whole lot uh, about this movie, but it's really, it's really interesting to me that um, how much of this movie actually has just been living in my head rent free um, for, for years. And I just forgot that they, they were scenes that, that came out of this movie. I like remembered them being from like different movies for some reason. Um, Probably a then, lot like, of spoofs and stuff. I'm sure. Uh, honestly, honestly. So I was just rewatching. I was like, oh yeah, this is from this movie. Like, why did I think it was this other movie? So yeah, it actually has stuck with me um, more than I thought it did. And I actually had a really good time revisiting it. So that's the final verdict is it was still good or yeah 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 it's definitely still good I had watched it a couple days ago and since I watched it a couple days ago I can't stop thinking about it I'm just still thinking about it um <laughs> the, the different twists and turns that it takes and yeah well all right so yeah then this is what we set out to do is find a movie that one of us likes and one of us doesn't so as our past <laughs> reviews we have definitely done something that we both equally have loved and enjoyed so this will definitely be interesting yes. but as usual everyone spoiler territory so just giving you that warning as we always do in case for some reason you say hey they didn't give us a warning well here's your warning <laughs> and honestly this movie is old as heck like go watch it already jeez <laughs> yeah it's one of those movies where if it's three years old that's kind of for a little bit forgivable where it's like okay still spoiler territory but if it's been a movie that is like 20 plus years old I mean it's time, it's time to, you watched it already yeah. <laughs> but <sighs> anyway so opening up this is a David Lynch film so he directed it and a lot of people actually consider this movie to be a masterpiece and I can say that I'm aware of this is probably the only David Lynch film that I've seen. And I don't know if I will be participating in other <laughs> movies by David Lynch if this is the way that they go. Because <laughs> I am not a person that likes 
things changing within movies where the plot is completely one thing and then it's thrown out the window and it's something completely else. So an example of this would be that movie starring Jennifer Lawrence, Mother. That movie. I, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I mean, it was it was good at first. And then when things started getting really weird in that film, I was like, okay, I have no idea what I just watched. So I'm totally the opposite. I absolutely love weird movies that like make you think one thing and then just like pull the rug out from under you um, at the end or partway through or whatever. I love movies that like just are, are weird and out there and really make you think about like what actually is happening or are not very straightforward. I, I, I live for those kinds of movies. I, I love them. And this is definitely, definitely does that and does that well. So, (laughs) and definitely for any listeners that haven't seen this movie, prepare yourself to sit for a while because this is a two hour movie. It's like two hours and 27 minutes. So it's pretty long. Yes. But I feel like if they were to shorten it, there's no way they could fit everything into the story. No, 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 no. It definitely, honestly, it could have been a little bit longer, but I'm glad it's not. (laughs) As much as I like it, I'm glad it's not any longer than it is. But we have, starring in this film, we have Naomi Watts, who plays Betty. And then we have Laura Herring, that plays Rita. Justin Thorax as Adam Kesher. And then, obviously, we said Billy Ray Cyrus, who is essentially (laughs) the pool man. Yes. um, (laughs) Just a stud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the plot is basically when a woman is left disoriented and she loses her memory after a car accident. And so she starts to wander the streets of L.A. in a daze and just trying to find refuge in a place so she comes upon this random apartment and there she finds Betty who is just basically flown in from out of state into LA trying to make it big as a movie star and pretty much what happens is the pair is setting out to find out what happened to Rita and who she is and just trying to figure out all the pieces to the puzzle Yes. So Betty meets Rita in her in her aunt's really nice, super, super cool Hollywood apartment. She when she runs into Rita here, um, Rita's like, oh, I'm friends with your aunt. And so she really doesn't think anything of it. And then comes to find out that her aunt has nothing, knows nothing about Rita. It wants her to call the cops. And Betty decides to be sympathetic towards Rita because Rita's like, I don't remember who I am. I, I was in this car accident. I or doesn't even really remember the accident. She just has like blood on her head and is just like obviously a little like roughed up. And so Betty decides to be um, sympathetic towards her and help her figure out who she is while at the same time trying to become a movie star and live out her her Hollywood dreams. So during this, um, the time that she's um, spending with Rita, she does um, go out and do some auditions. And when she goes out on these auditions, the very first audition that she goes on is like this, like, she just knocks it out of the park. She does really great. She just absolutely kills the role that she's trying to get. But the director who's there is just like not paying attention. He's just like, it's a little forced, not really into it. And he's obviously just completely oblivious to what's going on in front of him. And when she leaves, um, the the there's two casting um, 
directors that actually take her over to another another um, studio and um, to meet a different director who has another storyline going on while while the whole Rita and Betty thing is going on. And his whole storyline is he is making his own movie and he he kind of has a few ideas for for actresses that he would like to fill this lead role for his movie but the movie executives and um the the studio they won't let him do it they keep telling him like this one girl she has to be it, it, it otherwise it's not your movie anymore so when Betty goes over to this to the slot to meet this director he his hands are already tied he wouldn't be able to pick her even if he wanted to and they kind of have this moment where they lock eyes and it's obvious that he kind of wanted to pick her um, or even just see what she could have done as, as an actress and then even then there was an actress that he auditioned before all of this that he obviously was very much into and would have liked to to even hire her but he has to pick this other girl and during this Betty where she can even audition for this role or even meet this director decides that she needs to leave right away so that she so she could go help Rita kind of figure out who she is and that's pretty much kind of what goes on is from we see all these different narratives throughout the story of kind of what is going on with every individual and so with Justin Thorax's character as Rachel's explaining is he's this director and he's having a hard time he literally cannot catch a break from his bosses and then he goes home and finds his wife cheating on him with the pool man Billy Ray Cyrus and (laughs) so he can't get a break and it basically blossoms into where some relationships kind of start building and so as Betty and Rita are on this mission to basically figure out what has happened to her they slowly start getting clues and Rita starts getting her memory back and basically slowly but surely things start making sense what I was going to say is right after they um, Betty leaves the lot, she actually takes Rita um, to these um, cottages that are, uh, fun fact, these cottages are actually called the Snow White Cottages. They are based on on um, the, anim- the Disney um, animated film Snow White, so that's um, kind of fun fact, um, but... They, she takes her over there, and when when they go there, they're trying to figure out if if Rita had lived there at some point. And so they go to the apartment that they think is hers, and they talk to this lady, and she's like, "Oh no, I switched apartments with her." Blah blah blah. And then they even, go, like even with that, the fact that she mentions I switched apartments, that was a little weird because it's like, dude, what are you switching apartments with somebody for? Yeah, it, it's definitely weird and just like an odd little thing to like have in the movie like and it just like feels like it's it's not there for any reason whatsoever. But um it she she says that she needs a, that she had switched apartments and then she Rita and um Betty head over there and they get into the apartment and while they're in the apartment they find a dead body in there and it's like freaks them out and they leave it on it and Rita like is like incredibly freaked out and Betty like almost seems like oblivious to what's going on in front of her and um they kind of rush out and then leave and when they um get back to um Betty's aunt's apartment they they just kind of um try to console each each other over over what happened and uh they kind of start to form a relationship (laughs) 
Yeah, there's definitely some, they wind up having sex pretty much, but they, what happens is through these meetups and as we keep getting more information, there's definitely some unwritten, really strong connection between the two of them. Yes. And after they get back, another thing that happens is Betty um, actually makes Rita, gives her a blonde wig, and they end up like looking like very similar to each other. Yeah. And and after this, um, they end up going, like after all of this, like at the apartment, they end up leaving again and going to this movie theater. Can I say this was really random because literally you wake up I didn't understand it. You wake up at like, what is it supposed to be? Three in the morning? Yeah, it was like something really ridiculous time a night. She wakes up and says, I need to go to this place. (laughs) Go back to bed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But they go, they go to this place and they, and it's like, just like this little theater with this like weird lady with blue hair, like sitting in like the top like like in like one of like the balconies like just like looking over the whole thing and it's like this all pre-recorded live performance thing going on where all of the performances that you're hearing are like basically lip syncs and they're basically saying what you're seeing is it real is it not real is it the and it's it's a really weird I mean all of it was interestingly weird but this part just I don't understand what the point of this was yes uh, until I mean it sounds like we're getting to that point but yeah this place was just it was an interesting visit for them to go to yes and they end up they end up like watching this performance where this lady sings this song in in another language and um it brings the brings both betty and rita to tears and then they end up having this blue box just like appear in one of their purses this blue box ends up being important because earlier in the film when betty and rita um first meet um rita ends up actually having this like bag that she doesn't know where where it came from that's just filled with cash and this blue key and this blue key actually ends up fitting into the box so they take the blue box home to see if the key will in fact fit in the box and when they get home everything kind of it's weird yeah everything starts just getting weird Betty just disappears completely like out of the blue and Rita doesn't know where she went and then Rita unlocks the box with the key which by the way the key is triangle shaped it is triangle shaped she sticks this triangle shaped key into a triangle hole in the box and then twists the key which I it to this day forever like I always remember this part of the movie for it's like lives rent free in my brain all the time and I just need to know how this key turned (laughs) it it just it doesn't it shouldn't be possible but anyway yeah uh, (laughs) like out of all the things in the movie that's the thing that bugs me the most is the fact that the triangle shaped key maybe it was just like a push thing I don't know I, I don't know maybe just the top of the key turns maybe I don't know but like she actually turns the key and it opens the box and when she opens the box she disappears yeah we basically fall into the box it's this black void that we are pulled into another world so that is like pretty much the whole entire movie and then you have like the last 15 20 minutes maybe not even 20 minutes I don't think it was even that long it's not very long it's very not very long at all but Uh, everything starts changing and get pulled together 
a random a random thing that happened after she gets sucked into the box and the box just falls into the floor this lady just like walks into the room and like looks around and it's like what and just leaves i'm pretty sure that's betty's that's, aunt yeah yeah i think it's betty's aunt so she just like walks into the room and is like the heck and then just like walks out <laughs> yeah so and that box is still on the ground yeah so yeah it, <laughs> did she get sucked into the box or uh, who knows who knows but and... this is definitely just the change of the film where right then when this happened i was like okay what that's where it lost me where i just completely said okay i'm done (laughs) (laughs) and so we fall through this box and so we see betty again where Mm -hmm. now she's not betty she is now has this name of diane yes and so like she wakes up on her couch and it's that apartment that was the same apartment yeah. the snow with white the apartment yeah yeah with the dead woman in it and but she so she wakes up and it's diane it's no longer betty and she's in that apartment and she wakes up and she's very disheveled she is not this prim and proper woman that she was no she seems very like hung over um she's doesn't seem very happy and it the the movie starts to explain the life of diane and it's showing us that her and what so rita actually ended up being this woman camilla that diana was in a relationship with and they end up they were both actresses and they end up breaking up after Camilla ends up becoming more successful than Diana and she ends up getting engaged to one of the directors for one of the films that she's in so yeah basically what happens is that's where Justin Thorax's character actually comes in is because the movie that essentially that is the same film where Betty and Camilla they were both trying to go after the same role and it wound up being where Camilla winds up getting it but Betty where Diane did not get it yes and so they are now the two of them are engaged and it's at their engagement party and you can really see that Diane is just so bitter and angry that their relationship didn't work out and that she's becoming Camilla is this new big star yes and you can tell that she's hurt because not only is Camilla taking her dream that she had always wanted but they they were in a relationship they they cared about each other and she she feels left behind when she goes for the director that that in a lot of ways for her it must feel like she she slept her way into that role um with the director and then even on like the on top of everything at this party which I'm pretty sure this party was like an engagement announcement party and at this party another blonde woman which is the same woman from the dream that this was the girl the girl who had to have the role in the movie from the dream well dream I'm saying dream now just like from the first half of the movie (laughs) so yeah on top of that at this party the girl from from the from the beginning of the move comes up to to Camilla and gives her a kiss and then just like walks away and all of this happens like right in front of Diana she's like literally fighting back tears as this is happening 
she just can't handle how any any of this like any of this is going and she ends up hiring a hitman to kill Camilla because she just can't handle the fact that she left her behind and has all the success that she can't seem to acquire and she meets the the hitman in a diner where the waitress at the diner actually has a name tag that says betty and And that's where the other name comes from which it's kind of that's where the big twist is but and it's interesting because in this diner it was actually supposed to be a denny's yes but it's a (laughs) it's a winkies (laughs) i've never heard of a winkies diner yeah a winkies (laughs) um (sighs) so yeah that's where we see her basically trying to pay a hitman and then from there it winds up going forward where she's starting to feel some remorse and possibly regretting her decision for reaching out to a hitman yes and when when she pays him he he lets her know like i will let you know that that the job is done when you find this in where i told you and what he gives her is a blue key and almost like I feel like almost like immediately the next scene is like her like staring at the key on her freaking coffee table yeah and so after this she just kind of can't can't deal with the everything that's happened so we basically see Diane where she is like completely distraught at this time where she looks just like she hasn't showered in a very long time her hair is messy she's crying and she just seems like she really can't deal with everything that's going on and trigger warning for for what happens next so she she's really just completely lost it she ends up like having like this hallucination of like this like old couple from like the very beginning of the movie that were like wishing her like luck in her dreams to become a Hollywood star um, come like through the door and just like chase her into her bedroom. And she's like completely losing her mind. She falls onto her bed, reaches into her nightstand for a, for a gun, which there is a blue box next to the, next to the gun. And she, she, again, trigger warning. She grabs, she grabs the gun and she, she shoots herself. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the big twist is that the woman that was dead that Rita and Betty found in that apartment is essentially Diane. Yes. So the the movie <laughs> and it ends there though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just that's that's the end of the movie. That's it. It's all over. It's and no it's more. It's a black screen no more. And yes. for me, I kind of came up with the realization what I first thought actually had happened with everything before I had to go and look it up on my own to Mm -hmm. understand what the meaning is but first I want to say that there are actually multiple interpretations of this film of what happens so and and David Lynch wants you to have your own interpretation of this so whatever you think this movie is is it's right you're right yeah so but for me my interpretation was pretty I think close to the one that I had looked up afterwards but my thoughts was basically the whole first half of the movie where she is coming to Hollywood. This is her where she first starts out. So Mm -hmm. that is where she first is coming in. And then towards the end where we see her as essentially a drug addict now and just in a really terrible place in her life is where she ends up being 
at the end. Mm -hmm. And so all these little cut parts of the film where we see her and like, I'm getting the names mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like they, everybody has like two different names. names. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, oh, there's like so much going on. And like, I want to point out, like there are parts that like we didn't even bring up like in like the first part of the movie like there was a whole thing with like the same hitman that you see at the second half of the movie where he's like just like completely incompetent yeah (laughs) where he messes up and goes to the wrong apartment yeah (laughs) well he he shot the right person but then like like was like trying to get like gunpowder on their hand to make it look like a suicide and then shot through the wall and shot somebody else (laughs) like it was yeah it's probably my honestly like that's probably my favorite part of the whole movie just because like it just keeps like it's just like one of those things it's like what else can go wrong it keeps it, it you keeps guessing, going yeah. yeah it keeps going <laughs> and so keeps, oh. for me that's definitely what I feel like it was is that she starts out it's actually her with this big dream I don't know where Rita fits in necessarily in the beginning but definitely she has this relationship with Rita, we'll call her, but really it's Camilla. And just she does not make it nearly as big as Camilla does. And so that's what kind of makes her go down this path of getting into drugs and everything. And I want to hear what your interpretations were okay. for Okay, so so my my whole kind of interpretation of this movie is is kind of similar to yours. And, and kind of similar to a lot of things that I, I I went and looked up afterwards when I was just like, all right, I need to like just like really go down this rabbit hole. But um, the my interpretation of this movie is it's kind of like kind of similar to yours, where it, like the beginning where like you see her getting off the plane and showing up at Hollywood is like the the kind of like beginning of like her like having this like naive idea of what Hollywood is and what she wants wants it to be and how she's just like wants to just show up and get discovered kind of thing and the the later half of the movie is actually more of a a realistic kind of of what what happened what actually happened and what she had to deal with and I actually don't think Camilla is a real person um I I think the blonde Camilla is like the actual Camilla and I I think the Rita Camilla is actually an extension of Diana because well I I think you think um yes I think Camilla represents what what Diana became to to get what she wanted and I think Diana represent the blonde like like Diana is everything like the naive like how naive and the innocence and the wanting wanting to just just make it purely off of that dream essentially and Camilla really represents what like the darker side the more reality of like she probably did kind of have to sleep with that director to get that role and that like those kinds of things that she's less than proud of and how she really did not like 
that she became that and she she hated that and she felt like she she killed her her innocence to become that and she felt like she needed to kill what she became to to be able to live with herself and that's really none of it none of it worked and she ended up just dead in the end of it and it's terrible but yeah that, that's my interpretation of it the thing about this movie and that part it, I have to agree with you that I myself have never really tried to go out to Hollywood and become an actress mm-hmm. but I think the unfortunate realization of that is that this happens to a lot of people that uh, have this I, I think they just have this dream of wanting to go out to Hollywood and making it big. And unfortunately, they end up in small apartments where they're trying to make, meet ends meet. And it's just, I think that's kind of what it was giving us a little bit is how real Hollywood is, though. Yes, it's not It's not this little, like, dream place where you're just going to land and... and right away. Yeah, somebody's just going to be like, you you are the most amazing thing to ever show up here ever. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just not going to happen like that. And I have to say a lot of celebrities that don't have their family members that have kind of helped them get in either. A lot of the ones that have organically actually become rising stars, they've said that they were turned down 19, 30 mm -hmm. times before they got their first big hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it was like Jim Carrey said that he like he like lived in his car for like a really really I, long time before he yeah. ever like became Jim freaking Carrey. <laughs> I will say actually the same thing happened with Chris Pratt believe it or not. I remember him saying on an interview somewhere that he was living out of his car until he got his first big role which was Parks and Rex. Yes. But yeah, the same thing with Chris Pratt, though, and it's just that is the hard realization sometimes of Hollywood is it takes a lot in the stories I've heard from people I've spoken to that aren't even necessarily in Hollywood per se, but are in Florida trying to make it big in Florida. It's very reminiscent of the same thing and the same goes with how you even mentioned with sleeping with the producer and director where we have heard so many me too movement stories where unfortunately it's so real it's it's I feel like it's something that we've always like kind of like thought about that is like might be happening or is probably happening and just like the realization and especially in the past few years having so many women from Hollywood come out and and speak out about it I feel like there's some like we've always kind of wondered made assumptions and just had had having all these women come out and speak out about it and I I want to point out like this isn't even just a Hollywood thing like this is just a thing that women have to deal with everywhere unfortunately yeah uh, like it's the modeling industry, not even all these high-end industries, it's very much, it's a, it can be a man's world many times, and I think that's kind of what goes on with her character, and just as you're saying with celebrities, and just women in general, where they have to put up with this sexism of Mm -hmm. just, I wish it was a thing of the past, considering we're in 2021, I mean, it's, it's gotten better but and, we still have uh, and so honestly, much more work to do and honestly in i i was saying that this movie is an older movie and even even then like at the time that this movie came out it shouldn't have been a problem then like it right. shouldn't have it's unfortunate but it's my heart goes out to anyone that's had to deal with this and that's been mistreated and it's a really deep conversation it yes. really is 
and I don't want to get too too deep into it um, myself, but I do want to point out that in in my interpretation of this, and even just like looking deeper into like certain things that happen into in this movie and certain themes, this movie speaks a lot on that. If it you're does. really it, if you're really paying attention, like especially that one scene where she's doing the audition for the director yes. who's just not paying attention. Like I like literally watching that scene makes my skin crawl. Like before it's she starts. Even- before it's she starts acting, that. like, it's just that man. It's that man is just that she has to act with. It's just like, ugh. it's for that. It was definitely how he really. So let me say the thing about that scene that really, and I get it, it's good acting, but the way her scene partner, the yes, actor, he's just, I, I, yeah, that I was wanted too to slap handsy, too yes. handsy, too grabbing. I'm like, I get that this is going to probably be on film. But uh, I feel like there's a point. And then so after that, where he's extremely too handsy with her, then the director, as you're saying, he just disregards. How are you? That performance, I get it that Naomi Watts is a good actress. Yeah, like, but but honestly, like, like, I was totally creeped out by the dude, but I was just sitting there like watching Naomi Watts. And I was just like, I'm in love with her. I will always be in love with her. <laughs> I loved her in the Ring movie. It, both of them. She is, oh, she is a really good actress. I really got to say she really is. So yeah, I, I like, I was like sitting there. I was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> that scene alone was so powerful, uh, yes. but just the actress that she is. So it's, it's an unfortunate thing and just that whole that whole scene is very just yes he's just so, to me. yes he's so gross he's so gross like it's such a good thing that she's there because she makes the whole scene so much better but, but he, I hate him. yeah I guess for me realistically the reason I mean if I really now going into really the interpret the interpretation I had heard of it basically was definitely how pretty much we similar a little bit to what I said it's more towards like kind of what you said but basically this whole beginning of the film until the last 20 minutes is all a dream that Diane is essentially cooked up and where she's pretending that she was this young beautiful woman that is gonna make it it's literally the Hollywood dream it really is it's too too real Mm -hmm. and and even like I even want to point out that the acting at the first half of the movie versus like that second part after the box, um, all of the acting in it is incredibly cheesy. And then yeah. after that, it gets like ter- like they're actually acting in the second part of the movie, where in the first part of the movie, it it really feels almost like a, a scary soap- movie film, kind or, of, or like kind of like a soap opera or something. Like it literally felt like watching, like I was watching like Days of Our Lives or something, like with my mom <laughs> or something yeah. as a kid. Like it, that's how it feels at the first part of the movie. It definitely does, and then pretty much that whole second part of the movie is real so she is this aspiring actress it doesn't work she goes to try out for this film that Justin Thorax's character is the director of and so she tries and gets close but then Camilla who is Rita in the first half basically is the star who gets the role and so her and Diane wind up forming a relationship and unfortunately 
whatever happens, Camilla's character winds up trying to, she sleeps with the director, they fall in love. And so that's where the party scene comes from, where it's at their, yeah, quote, unquote, love. Unquote, yeah, love. <laughs> um, but it's at their engagement party. And Diana's just so distraught and angry. And basically, long story short, we see her at Winkies hiring a hitman and so Mm -hmm. the key is his calling card so when he leaves it that means the job is done Mm -hmm. and so essentially again trigger warning she can't handle it her heart's broken drugs everything and she shoots and kills herself so i think yours was pretty spot on for that pretty much i mean there's no wrong interpretation again that exactly (laughs) it's whatever you interpreted as being yes so getting to pretty much again I think for me it's just I'm not I'm not into those kind of movies where it's one thing and then it turns out to be a whole nother thing and it's like a big message or something to it so for me I just need a movie that the plot is you don't gotta think that hard I don't know I need even Hunger Games is good to understand (laughs) I don't know but that's what did it for me. So for this movie, for me, I I absolutely love movies like this. This is like my whole like jam. Like I want to go back and watch this movie again sometime soon now actually and like try to like find other things that I didn't notice in this more recent watch through. I, I just love a, a movie that that does that where you can watch it multiple times to pick up on different things and has multiple interpretations and is asking you to really, really think about what's going on in the in the movie. Um, so I'm going to say that it's an extra large bag of popcorn for me. Oh, you're giving an extra large. All right. Yes. Cause I mean, like, there's just so much there. And like, again, like there's like things that we didn't get into. Like, I, like the cowboy is like a very interesting character. Yes. Um, I have, <laughs> I, I like every time I've watched the movie, um, I've had a different interpretation of what his character is and fun movie. Uh, and then there's like the homeless man who lives behind the Winkies. That was... Even- can can I can I say that was not a man though that wasn't like the funny thing is it's the actress she plays a lot of these crazy roles she is the actress in the nun actress she's the nun oh I'll have to send you some photos she literally plays all of these creepy crazy characters that looked demonic like in the first conjuring film Mm -hmm. she's the old witch lady uh oh, Bathsheba that's that's interesting I had no idea it's but that like, special we effects even, <laughs> we don't we don't even get into like the different things that that she could represent mm-hmm. so yeah there's just there's like just again so much to say about this movie and it's then it's a like, two hour movie people it's too <sighs> too long I can't <laughs> no well in the like the I I don't think it really should be any longer than it is. I feel like it's kind of perfect, like the way it is. I didn't feel bored at any point. There was no point at the movie that I was like, okay, like let's move along, let's get to the next part. It felt very perfectly paced to me. Like, I, like by the time it's over, I'm happy that it, I, I, I mean, like I'm not necessarily happy that it's over, but like it's it, it felt at the right time, and and the the timing on and the whole movie just felt nice. I, I like it. It's a large bag of popcorn for me. So much to to dissect and unpack, and just I love it. 
So for me, now that we've sat and we've discussed and I rewatched a lovely recap review that I found on YouTube, (laughs) having to actually be explained kind of what one possible interpretation would be. I'm going to be fair. I think I'm between. Can I be a between bag? A between bag? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be between a small and a medium. A schmedium. That's what I am. I'm a schmedium. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like now that we've gone over it, I can say, okay, I understand it a lot better and I see what could be the idea of it. So for it, definitely, as you're saying, it kept me on my toes. It kept me interested for sure. There was not a part I wasn't like, what is going on? I need to know. So that is where the medium comes in. And then the small for me is just, again, I am not a person that doesn't care for those kind of movies. So maybe I'm not giving it a fair enough review because I'm not (laughs) the right kind of person to be reviewing these kind of films, I guess. So the schmedium it's going to be for me. And I think you are definitely probably around where the tomato reader was. So, or I think maybe a little higher for you. The tomato reader from the critics gave it an 83%, where the audience gave it an 87. That seems fair, though, honestly. I just like it a lot just because, like, again, like, I just love a movie that, that just, like, it's just gets stuck in my head and I can think about it for a long time. It makes me want to go do more research and look into it and see what other people think about it and it's just fun to talk about too it was just it's been interesting like I know you didn't really care about the movie but like it's it's, for me it's a movie that I have never seen before so it was a new movie and that's Mm -hmm. the thing about so many movies that are made it's hard to see all of them in your lifetime but for me first time watching it and I had to skim through it and review it and But either way, I still always enjoy our reviews, whether we will agree on it or not. That's that's (laughs) cool. That's fine. (sighs) Hey, that's what makes it good and entertaining versus always being a movie that we both like all the time. I'm glad we found a movie that we weren't just like, yes, extra bag of popcorn for both of us. (laughs) Everybody's probably going to think at this point, Rachel just likes everything, though. She'll just give anything a large bag of popcorn. (laughs) No. I can't remember what movie it was. We spoke a couple weeks ago and I asked you, what are some movies that you don't like? And I can't remember. There was none that you gave me a hard no on. I know um, which one. I know which one. It is, it's, I'm not going to say it because. You don't have to. Because for one thing, people are going to attack me if I do. But I, it, it's another one where it's been a really, really long time since I've watched it. So I might come back and, and watch it and end up really liking it. That instead of disliking it like I did forever ago so who knows I, I know what movie you're talking but, about now yeah, yeah like the thing is is like if if I end up not liking it still people are gonna y'all are gonna hate me and I'm sorry but you know what the <laughs> funny thing is people could look at my response and say I just watched this film in particular <laughs> just like a year and a half two years ago so I am new to it I'm a new fan so people could instantly say, how have you not seen that? What, what, what is wrong with you? You don't like movies. So it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> uh. 
So this was a fun review because it is definitely, as we said, it's different. But I think next week will be a good week. We're going to do another movie, but it's going to be a family-friendly movie. And this will be fun because I actually have not seen this movie. So (laughs) So, uh, next week, me and Nikki are really going to get in the zone with our review. That was your hint. I, I've actually seen this movie already, and I, I really love it. Um, I'm going to make sure to watch it again beforehand because I would like to watch it a second time. And, uh, yeah, I think you guys are going to really like it. Family-friendly. Am I going to cry? Um, I don't think so. Um, probably not. Like, there there were, like, definitely some parts that, like, got to me, and I, like, teared up. Uh, but I, I wouldn't say, like, I, I bawled or anything like um, other movies. By okay. Same safe yeah safe okay all right well as usual you guys please rate subscribe follow us and send us your recommendations of what you want us to review and yeah so we look forward to speaking with everyone next week bye